0: welcome to the voice of the force podcast for star wars visions my name is dan and i'm joined by my co host ed hello hello how you doing today buddy
1: pretty good you can't complain uh just gotta do some cooking later and i'm actually excited for it so it's gonna be good
0: nice is it gonna be yes. star wars themed cooking <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> is no they're gonna no. get some bantha ribs or something <laughs> that would be great
2: and noma I'm concerned by how you think one could replicate Bantha ribs. They're not small creatures. <laughs>
0: That's true. They are like elephant oh, size. I'm yeah, Just gotta go
2: casually kill a rhino and try from there. I'll
1: we'll <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> no, that didn't work. How about an elephant? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They actually
0: used elephants under like the Bantha like fern stuff in the original yeah, films or to get together. Yeah. I don't know if they still do that. They must. I don't they know if they're animatronic. These they I, I would build a shell. Keep...
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how heat
0: much cheap? That'd be so much cheaper than hiring an
2: elephant.
1: You think so? Yeah, honestly, and oh, if I it passed so. out because of the heat or whatever, you were mm. or maybe it's green.
0: So yeah. it you stills, control like,
2: it. Yeah, yo, if it's green you screen, control, it looks so real. I, like, I mean, so are the Gomorians. You know, those. Like, There's. Yeah. 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 they look pretty good. They
1: Wait, Wait they're, they're CG makeup department. Nah, nah, the makeup department. Well, like when they're talking
2: and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like prosthetics on the inside that were like kind of helping. You know, when you have like. um like cosplay masks. masks of like a wolf and you can have it kind of like snarl and stuff and like based on your facial yeah, expressions
2: i'm, I'm not 100 sure because i've seen some of the behind scenes photos from book of boba fett and they've oh. always got their mouths open at least from oh. all the ones i've seen i don't know
0: okay that's cool all right well before we get into the book of boba fett which is very soon uh mm-hmm. we're gonna get into this episode Ed, would you like to let the listeners know what episode of star wars visions we're doing today
1: Yes, the final episode of season one, hopefully there'll be more seasons, of Visions. This is Atikiri. Uh, We're going to be talking about what happened in the episode. uh, We're going to talk about how many Easter eggs we found, if any, or references or anything of the sort, and what they pertain to, and if we do miss out on anything, or if you've seen something that we haven't mentioned, feel free to contact us. There's multiple ways you can do so. Um, no one's got a whole list for you, but really, really, if you do want to say something, use the hashtag uh, V-O-T-F uh, Akikuri, and that'll help us narrow it down.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, exactly. That way we can know if uh, you leave a comment who, what you're referring to. Um, but yeah, like Ed said, there's a whole bunch of different ways to contact us. One of the easiest is our email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Our uh, handle for that is the same. That is at voiceforcepod. I think I forgot our website, which the website is voiceoftheforce.com. That's another very easy way to get a hold of us. Uh, And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. As always, reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases.
0: Thank you, Noma. And I think we're just going to jump right into the uh, art for Akakiti, the uh, poster, if you will.
2: Yeah, this one is a very kind of, well, no, I think it's true, very different from all the other ones. This one has uh, a much more kind of intense and foreboding atmosphere, which kind of ties into the short uh, we've got a just completely red desert with a red sky and a red sun. And there is a uh, kind of red sun drenched hand that's bursting out of the ground. And on the palm of the hand, we can see the main character, Tsubaki's uh, face as he kind of stares at us menacingly. Very, uh, very cool. Yeah, it's a very, very, very red, very red poster. Um as someone who, this is not relevant to anything, but as someone who just finished beating Metal Gear Rising Revengeance a couple of hey, times. Hey, yeah, Love that game, I mean, man. Oh, it's so good, right? Like, I, and, and now I cannot get out of my head just, Red Sun, of Red Sun over Paradise. Like, just, <laughs> that, that song's just stuck in my head. If you've never played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, uh it's a it's a decent game but it's got an amazing soundtrack and it's so it's the the style's just so it's like trigger style it's so good it's like oh, so you oh, would you say like heavy rock
0: power rock i think power yeah, rock yeah, yeah. i like that that's a cool Alrighty, yeah no i don't know man this i feel like it's trying like the the vibe i get from this is like super hot environment like desert like like survival almost as like aesthetic to this i don't know mm. Um, it's it's
2: interesting because if you watch the episode i mean the background has nothing to do with the episode nothing in here really does it's more of like a mental mm. or like an emotional picture of what's going on with one of the characters although i won't get into that yet because that's uh yeah, it's kind of stuff that happens in the episode They're much
0: metaphorical uh, mm-hmm. okay um yeah is there any other points on this one ed do you have any ideas on this uh poster I mean, the, sim- the simplicity of it
1: is great. It's a great red herring for anybody who's just looking at it and be like, oh, yeah. It's got that kind of, you know, gorillas posters, how they're all like staring like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it kind of reminded me of that when I first saw it. I was like, okay, cool. But the hand, either is it sinking into the sand? Is it bursting out of the sand? Mm-hmm. You know, that that image right there is tough to say and what that could represent is up to Mm -hmm. interpretation for sure Uh, before you watch the episode even after you watch the episode i guess you could still be up to like what do you think is it a rising kind of thing is it a falling kind of thing we don't know Mm -hmm. uh but yeah it's it's much more subtle than the other the other posters and i don't know it just seems like every what they wanted to portray in this episode is this is what i like from like trailers and art we're Mm -hmm. not telling you anything so go ahead and watch. And then from there, you get everything from there then come back to it. I love that. Mm. Whoops.
0: I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> this Hang is on. probably <laughs> my least favorite of the of the nine posters, I would say. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm um, not, like, I feel like the other ones kind of give you an idea of what to expect, I guess. Mm. This one, like, except for the first one. The first one, not yeah, so much. Th- that, like, that the, those two I mean. are my first least just favorite. first one like a movie. Yeah.
2: You know? yeah, these two are my yeah, least the... favorite, but the duel is still at like, I still love the actual short, but the poster is still at the bottom for me. Cause it's, it like, it has nothing to do with at all. what's actually in it. It's mm. just, even the it's color scheme for it is. Right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah the best thing that the duel does is it shows me the color palette of what the villain was supposed to look like, which is not even close to what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, yeah. And, uh, but also to Ed's point, cause you brought up a good point as well. This, this poster does kind of remind me of like a Jojo's opening again, without mm-hmm. trying to spoil too much, Sure. but it's one of those things where it's like, if you haven't seen the entire season, like most people have, you know, if you haven't read the manga, um, then it's just a cool opening but if you are a person like me who has read all of you know let's say stone ocean for example you're mm. watching the opening going like oh that and that and that spoiler and that spoiler and that spoiler but you you wouldn't catch it uh, or it'd be a lot harder to catch for someone mm. who hasn't seen it yet
0: are they you telling really me understand there are shows that spoil things in the openings like one piece oh all,
2: yeah all, all the jo- well no no, no no but jojo's does it subtly no that's what i'm saying that's though I like, like i don't notice it
0: because yeah. i haven't read jojo's but like even yeah. if you haven't read one piece and you watch the opening for like wano you get spoiled mm. immediately it's oh just no. like holy dude,
2: crap dude the openings are like a plus tier for joe okay we're getting into a tangent but i'm doing this oh, um, spo- spoilers if you haven't seen golden wind yet part five mm. of jojo's i'm warning you right now but like if you go back and watch fighting gold they have a, sh- a part where they show every single character mm. and all the characters if they live at the end of the series uh they just have normal like backgrounds going on but all the characters who die in it have all these chains in the background of their shots oh yeah. damn i never so noticed like that if you, yes it's shit like that where like if you're going back and you're watching and they have another one in part three where they also uh in uh, Stand proud, where they're, they're they do another shot like that, and all the characters who die are facing all the characters who live. Well, the three characters who live.
0: Mm, um, I love the subtleness of that. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: it's just it's good subtlety where you you see it like a bunch. There's a I'm not going to say them obviously, but there's a bunch of those in the part six opening where I was like, oh, it's this and that, and that part represents that, and that part represents that. Whoops, there's a giant spoiler if people don't know that this is coming up, but you wouldn't pick up on those visuals because they're all homages to the actual scenes. That's right? pretty um, sweet. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, they evolve as the series goes on too because yeah. like, that's yeah. what i love the most where um in in part three again mm-hmm. where you know the closer they get to the end the it starts changing you start hearing more they start animating more um there's like mm-hmm. the little little spots especially towards the last few episodes where the oh, whole the whole thing just stops and it's great like oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah they
2: have the the intercuts dude the one for this part is going to be great i I, I, like i already know what it's going to be but um but actually it's a good point too because you finished the series or at least how much has has been released now ed so like a good example is like you're watching the opening and you see the you see them playing baseball in one of the stills and if you if you haven't seen the manga baseball yeah you now know the context for that scene i won't say it obviously in case people haven't Mm. watched but yeah, it's just things like that, right? Just interesting call-outs. But anyways, that's my whole point. It's Akakiti yeah. does that same kind of thing. It's a nice kind of subtle call-out. Awesome. Mm. All right. So uh from here, let's get into our synopsis and then discussion. So as always, this is where we're giving you the spoiler warning. Uh From here on out, we're going to do a quick, syn- quick synopsis, but I'm going to explain everything that happens this episode. We're going into this, assuming that you've watched it. Akakiri is a really good short, so if you haven't watched it, definitely recommend stop here, go watch Akakiti and then come back and uh, you can enjoy the discussion along with us. So with that being said, let's jump into the summary. Uh, so, this episode ends... Or, ends, yeah. I'm already <laughs> <F our> <laughs> this episode starts kind of interestingly, where uh, we've got an, a B-Wing kind of, like, uh, looking like it's gonna land in the atmosphere. Um, and it's like, oh, cool, okay, this is the, the you know, if you've seen the opening blurb, this is the Jedi, he's coming down to land. Uh, no, he crashes. Uh, like, just full-on, like, he just just Anakin's his starfighter all over the ground. Um, and he kind of gets out and... Immediately gets jumped by a bunch of these like kind of random mountain bandits. Well, they tie in more a little bit later, but for now, random kind of mountain bandits who just they just like they beat the shit out of him. Like he gets his ass kicked, even though he pulls out his lightsaber, tries to make the big show of it. He he's getting he's just getting obliterated until uh, a shower of arrows come out of nowhere and kill a couple of the bandits, and the rest kind of run away. Uh, so from here we. Kind of just see him, Suba, our, our main character, Tsubaki, who we're about to learn his name. He slips into unconsciousness. He wakes up later on in this kind of uh, dingy hut, and uh, he's uh, he's kind of half accosted, half introduced to one of his rescuers. Uh, his name is Kamahachi, and uh, Kamahachi tells him that they're trying to help. Um, and he kind of he recognizes one of the rescuers, uh, who he calls Misa, and it's clear they have this connection and, and a lot of backstory, and um basically he says like oh i heard uh i'm sorry Misa asks him like why did you come here after all this time And he goes oh i heard about your father i heard he was deposed who knew a sith was hiding amongst the royal family uh i'm here to to do what's right he's here for jedi business obviously um so he also sees that she has a weapon and strangely her retainers don't but she's like oh i didn't i didn't expect you to actually be in the situation you know outside of the castle exiled clearly trying to fight her way back in um and, yeah, we get a, a kind of hesitant alliance where he's like, yeah, I'll help you out, but I need to deal with the Sith. Also, why do you have retainers that aren't here to fight? Um, and then it turns out they're not even her retainers. They're just people she's hiring to try and help her get back into the main city. Um, so a lot of stuff happens from here. I Honestly, a lot of it's not super important, so I'll just kind of get through it. It's beautiful, I'll say that. But we get a basically um, montage of them making their way back to the main city and just kind of the thing, the the trials that they have to go through and the troubles they have to evade. And then at one point they go through this, the the kind of classic, like, oh, this, this path isn't really dangerous. It's, it's God's realm. If you go up there, you're going to die because the gods are going to be angry. And Tsubaki's is like, yeah, that's bullshit. And then he goes up <laughs> and does it. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it, most of the time it's just like, you no, know, it's just a really dangerous path that has a high death rate. But anyways, they go through it. They uh, lose uh, Kamahachi and, uh, the other retainer who I, I haven't pointed out his name, his name is Senshu, um, is like, Oh, Oh my God, no, he's dead. No, nothing can save him. Now we have to keep going. And Tsubaki's like, I die. I, I got this go. And so he goes back for Kamahachi and Misa and Senshu kind of end up infiltrating the capital on their own. Um, and then Tsubaki and, and, uh, Kamahachi turn up again, because obviously he's Jedi. He can save one old fat man. Um, so they kind of get, um, uh, get ready to launch their plan and have another kind of uh talk and uh sabaki's basically the summary is he's like oh they're a lot more loyal than than i thought they were and he's like yeah shouldn't judge people based on their on their their appearances and i'm like yeah you're a fucking jedi <laughs> that should be how you normally act sabaki um but yeah they, they have a whole kind of really daring plan to get in and uh we do the kind of thing where it's about he's like oh it's too dangerous you can't do it she's like yeah you can't stop me he's like oh okay (laughs) let's just do it then so the 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 entire plan is it's so weird it's it's so japanese well so it's all like asian medieval they roll two fire like two flaming hay bales down a hill and they're like clearly we're being attacked chase after these two old men and then all the guards fucking run away so that Misa and Tsubaki can infiltrate the very cool looking castle. But yeah, they infiltrate the castle, they're going through, they kind of uh, reach the main area. Um, yeah, so they're infiltrating. Oh, and I also forgot, we do get a, a scene before Tsubaki and Kamahachi are reunited with Senchu and Misa where they're showing, like, oh, clearly the uh, the new magistrate's super evil because they're just like terrorizing villagers and like robbing them in the streets um you know classic bandits take over uh, yeah. a village kind of thing um but yeah so when when they get to the very top area um subaki has a little bit of a flashback a couple of flashbacks like we also see that he's beginning these recurring nightmares i completely forgot about this i guess it is important though he has these recurring nightmares where he just sees this like this like shadowy face um and it's like oh it's some slender figure um, but he, we get a flashback where it's Sabaki when he was clearly still like a Padawan or Jedi Knight at most, talking with a much younger Misa, and they're, and they're just talking about like, oh, how do we make the planet better? How do we um, make sure everybody's happy? You know, again, kind of pretty classic stuff. Um, and then we get the the um, a bunch of soldiers attacking them, and Misa gets taken captive. Like, it's so quickly, it's not even funny. Just like immediately gets taken captive, and Sabaki's just He's not a good Jedi, man. Like I, you know, we've had some mediocre Jedi in these episodes so far. He's so bad. He he like can't even hold his own against these like dozen bandits. Um,
0: yeah, and
2: yeah. one guy versus twelve, he can't do it. I feel he like he has health problems.
0: <laughs> I feel like he has really bad health problems. Otherwise, like, I don't know.
1: How did he like, pass it, the trials though? Like seriously, he
2: like it, it. It's like if someone took Cross, uh, Crosser from the last episode and just like beat the shit out of him yeah like oh, just yeah. just put him through the works and then threw him into this story with no chance of recovery Which, like, he's just... i think that the plane crash or not plane
1: crash sorry like the fighter crash as he as that happened and then got beat the hell there and then get him yeah. like he's he hasn't got enough time to use the force to, like recoup Mm. Because then they're doing the dangerous travel. Then this is like, oh, okay, great. Now I got to go. Oh, he fell. Now I got to go save him yeah. <laughs> and use up what I was reserving to actually
2: So Now we're here. Okay, we're here. Let's go. It's just like, I don't even get a minute. Uh, he, okay. he he reminded me of, like, the, of his power level being a Clone Wars Jedi whose name we don't know. Like Yeah. 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 Like, like the like the one Savage kills. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I was thinking did. of. Yeah, the the two Jedi Savage goes up against We're like, I wonder who that well, it doesn't matter. Wonder who's bad, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like that's the power level they seem to have. It's just It's like like you're literally not you're even below uh I'm gonna die or sorry, Ima Gundi. <laughs> you're even below like his power level at this point. Um but yeah, anyways, like I said, Sabaki's just he's just not good. he's, he's just can't hold his own against these like dozen dudes with sticks they don't or like not sticks but they've got like metal weapons this shouldn't be a problem right mm. um and then we get the reveal of masago and uh or sorry masago and her all of her henchmen and she's a fucking unit she is just oh my like, God, is she <laughs> the <ever>? biggest thicket? <laughs> i was like oh shit it's like someone took the ninth sister from uh fallen order and the comics, and put her into like human, human form. form?
1: Like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: She she's she's like house. She's um, yeah yeah. She's pretty imposing, and it's so awesome. she's basically like like look, you can't beat me. Like just just give up. And he's like, no, I can fight you. And I was like, I, I, even at that point, I was like, you can't fight her. <laughs> you can't. You cannot fight her at all. And so they they go to that point, yeah. And so they have like the saddest lightsaber duel and because masago is just just clowning on him she doesn't even break a sweat and she's just like "Yeah, you can't fight me look my soldiers can fight you and that's the moment where i realized where the twist was coming so we get this twist where sabaki just starts getting like angrier and angrier because he's like what the fuck why did i come here why did i do this i can't even protect her like what the hell so he kind of goes and gets like the the red haze which is very appropriate for something i'll talk about later um and he just starts cutting through the bandits, and then the final bandit kind of that he's about to cut through shows up. And it's like, oh, that silhouette looks familiar. Whoops! And he just straight up—it's—it's just—it's so Misa wearing a mask, wearing one of the bandit masks, and we just literally put a mask on her and pushed her out there. And it's like, oh, the vision makes sense now. It was a warning. We also get like a, a flashback where uh, Subaki's equally a shitty mentor. Is he's he's talking to him about the nightmares, and he's like, ah, oh, I don't know what they mean. <laughs> you're gonna go on your own i can't help you and i'm just like wow you these are just uh, the worst jedi like holy shit <laughs> imagine imagine if that had been fucking Stellan geos's response to those messages like i, I don't know force oh, yeah. is tricky i don't mm, who knows <laughs> it's just That'd be pretty bad it's just, it's so bad. And so anyways, he cuts her down. He straight up kills her. So he has like a full mental breakdown. And um, we got a part where I was like, mm, that's kind of weird. All right, sure. Because Masako's like, oh, only by joining me can you uh, bring her back to life. And I'm like, dude, the plague of spiel only works when they're still alive. Yeah, that, right.
1: That's, <laughs> yeah.
2: that's not a thing that you can do he, now after he's killed her. Um, but then she like takes uh, Tsubaki's hand and they like put it on Misa's chest and it heals her. And she comes back to life, and now I'm just like, oh, well, well, I guess Plagueis was just a piece of shit it was a fucking failure then. Yeah. <laughs> just because just... this random Sith that we've never heard of who I don't even know if she has a Darth name just could do it, but Plagueis yeah. spent all these years trying. But anyways, they bring her back to life, and um, Masako was like, yes, now join me as my shittiest apprentice ever. And um, Misa kind of like wakes up and is like, what are you doing? And Tabaki's like, oh, I have to... I have to... Join. I uh, have to join her now, and together we'll rule the galaxy. as the worst. Yeah, so fuck your planet The whole, the whole Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, they get on. They get on the ship, and it leaves, and we're left with Misa uh, crying as her whole plan fucking failed. Oh, I don't know. Because if Misago leaves, does she just take over? Does the other bandits leave? What happens? It's, it's
0: they left oh, bandits behind. They left like yeah, four or I guess, five bandits right? behind when they but, when he left and but, she was just standing there. She was like, Yeah, but she,
2: Masago still needs an army to do this, right? So it's unknown if they all just left to the hangar afterwards and just yeah. left as well, right? I mean, who knows? It's kind of ambiguous. It's interesting. I didn't see this coming at all, right?
0: Yeah, like and him. I think that's changing really... sides.
2: Yeah, yeah. This whole kind of twist uh thing going into it. Um but yeah, that basically kind of wrap wraps up um Akakiri. Like I said, it's an interesting way to end visions. It's definitely like a curveball. Um, didn't expect it to end on a kind of melancholic, uh, note of despair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, before we go into the full, uh, discussion, you know, as I do with every episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to the studio studio or science Saru who did this, um, and kind of the works they've done. I did uh, go over them when we did Toby. So I'll be real quick with this one. Um, One of the most famous things that they've done so far, Devilman Crybaby. Really great show. Kind of similar vibe this time. (laughs) Kind of, except Devilman Crybaby takes and turns it to 11. So if you're interested in not having fun times, absolutely recommend Devilman Crybaby. Really good. Um, Ping Pong the Animation. I've heard people saying it's really well done. I haven't seen it yet because the title didn't interest me. Um, And Keep Your Hands Off, Izokin is probably another one that they're pretty famous for because a lot of people liked it when it came out. I've only seen the first couple of episodes um the best thing that it does is it swaps between animation styles so well and like perfectly and that is really really impressive um i i I don't think most people have heard of their other stuff so i'll kind of just gloss over all that stuff but yeah science started really good uh like we said last episode one of the biggest strengths is being able to swap between animation styles that doesn't happen quite as much this time uh with the characters with the backgrounds it really changes up a lot like the castle looks so different from the forest it's just really nice kind of it, it's subtle because like when they're going through the town the town's done in a really realistic ish sense like it almost looks like a ghibli background
0: yeah oh definitely um
2: it's really well done there's a lot of detail there it's i was really impressed with it and then when you get to the castle it's a little bit more like a little bit more ethereal it's got more of the toby uh kind of backgrounds with more kind of uh um there's a lot more I, I can't remember right now how you say it but it's kind of like the spacing on the lines is a little bit bigger uh so it looks a little bit more jittery gives, gives a little bit of a, a more unfinished look kind of ethereal um and then the beginning is is kind of rougher kind of uh cliffs and uh greenery and stuff like that so yeah in the backgrounds are swapping around a pretty decent amount but it's it's all just to kind of drive home where they are and what the feeling is with this and, uh, yeah, that's my little overview of Saiyansaru, so I don't know who wants to start first. Uh, Dan, what would you think?
0: Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I'm just going to jump into the... Oh, yeah, the voice actors. The people here. So, for the uh, Japanese seiyus, we have our first one who is um, Tobaki. His name is uh, Yu uh, Mi- Miyazaki. Yeah, Yu Miyazaki. And mm-hmm. uh, some roles that he has been uh, in recently, I guess. He's a little newer. He was uh, Lewis Blackwell from Little Witch Academia, uh, Kotaro Terashima from Free Dive to the Future, and other free things. Uh, he was High School Boys, generic, from Horimiya, and Boys from Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. And uh, yeah, we have his uh, other roles. We have uh, Morisuke from Yasuke, and Shina, Shinya Kawaii. Yeah, that's Kauai. <laughs> Lost from Lost Judgment, the video game. I've not heard of that one before.
1: Ooh, uh, sequel to Judgment, which is the like oh the Yakuza the is the successor to Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. is it okay?
0: I didn't know those that, that games are good. I, okay. I,
1: I played the first one. I loved it. I didn't finish
0: it, but I loved it. Oh,
2: yeah, I just I just heard the meme of it. it's like yes, I'm a detective beats man viciously with
0: bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> we have the next uh, voice actress uh, sayu, and that's Lynn, and she plays Misa. And things that sh- you might know her from, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 as uh, Sahori Itsukushima, uh, Lost Judgment, Emily S. Mochizuki. Uh, oh boy, there's a lot of random roles in here.
2: Yeah, she's from uh, Dan's favorite, oh, favorite show, me. specifically favorite season of all time, uh, Sword Out Online, Elicization, War of the Underworld.
0: She's, yeah, Synthesis 12, wow. yeah, Sheta, Yeah, she was yeah. a cool character to be fair, <laughs> she was a badass character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil May Cry, she played Nico in that oh, uh, that oh. In
2: that's okay. pretty cool i haven't actually played it in japanese yet i do need to <laughs> Not
0: <either>. oh yeah <laughs> um oh mobile suit gundam thunderbolt bandit flower as janice i didn't even know that was out uh, fire emblem warriors she plays aqua um
2: i guess that's one of the new characters
0: yeah Must and be. in fire emblem heroes she also plays chris another another hero i guess uh, overwatch she plays may in the japanese i guess too okay pretty cool pretty cool Mm -hmm. and i'm just trying to see if there's anything i don't think there's any other big big roles uh she's 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 been doing a lot of stuff
2: though there's easily like over three dozen entries here oh yeah oh yeah
0: uh let's move on to the next one which is wataru takagi and that's kamahachi he plays uh which is the like the bigger gentleman that like gets lost in the valley Mm. he plays zeus in record of ragnarok uh, Demon Slayer, he plays Kasugai Crows. Oh, all the crows that come through, he does the sound for like, rah, rah, rah. Oh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Uh, Shaman King, he plays Togagero and Tokagero. Kevin... <laughs> yeah. Togagero, oh. to yeah. Nobody's favorite spirit <laughs> and Kevin Mendel, whoever that is. Oh, fuck off. He plays hmm? Sword Art Online, Alicization. He plays Chudolkin, who is like the most pedophile clown character you've ever met in your life like you know hisoka I, from hunter x hunter i was about to say I this is worse. That. i've seen him so oh great okay. this is worse and he's like the oh my god does, does
2: his weapon at least have the properties of bungee and gum
0: it, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't need to let's put it that way he, he plays bellamy in one piece oh cool hammerhead okay. and one punch man Taiman and doradoro the main character <laughs> uh borderlands he plays claptrap and, <laughs> God, Yakuza Online, he plays Koji Masuzoi. He plays Yakuza Obito Online. in Naruto. Oh, okay. Uh, PP-Me in Team Epic. Okoyasu Nijimura in uh Jojo's Bizarre Adventure.
2: Yeah, now, now that I'm kind of realizing what his voice usually is, this is making a lot of sense. Yep, Drifters, <laughs> he
0: plays Sundance Kid. Ooh, okay. Uh, Wow, he has a lot of roles. I'm not going to say them all, but that's some of the main yeah. ones that he's played. The next one is uh, Cho. He's the skinnier guy. That's the like the tour guide in this episode. He is. I'm just gonna say most well known for Brooke from One Piece, and we're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> okay. We have um, Yukari Nozawa, who played Masago, the evil Sith person in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, she played the grandma in Rent a Girlfriend. Um, Roan dance, oh, from Violet Evergarden. Which is, if you haven't seen it. The most, like, tear-jerk anime. I, I cried so many times. I love that show. <laughs> um, Star Wars The Clone Wars, she played Luminara Anduli in the Japanese 2003 ep- uh, version. Okay. And- no, sorry, I just saw Ed's
2: look there when you said that.
0: <laughs> of which
2: one? Uh, Violet Evergarden. I love
0: Violet Evergarden. It's so good. It's, okay, yeah. I, I <laughs> didn't finish it, but it's even... I, okay. I it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then we have Katsuhiko Sasaki, who played the master in this episode i guess from the flashback he plays the blacksmith hmm. ed in demon souls the new video game hey. uh hmm. black Lagoon. the too. new video game i mean the <laughs> well, 2021 me. he didn't do the old one oh okay yeah. okay and then he plays uh what was it black lagoon he plays masahiro takenaka which is like just a side character and hmm. like he plays a lot of just like older guys but not very many roles that's the japanese cast um for all the main characters and nomad you want to go through the other ones that are all the musha characters all names
2: uh yeah sure so the musha i'm assuming those are just the bandits they're yeah. never really named as far as i know um but yeah we've got a whole bunch of uh people they all seem to have from what we looked at they all seem to be more um more novice voice actors like most of their stuff are also just uh background cast members um but yeah we've got uh kosuke ichigoya Ichigoya, sorry uh taisha takeda hiroko kiso rio sato yuki shin uh michi take kikuchi and serika hiromatsu and i think uh ryo sato was in the elder as well she was one of the kids yes i remember oh, hearing that name yeah. before yeah, yeah that name yeah that name stood out to me
0: um as for uh the english voice acting cast uh we have henry golding who plays uh subaki and he has quite a few like he played um in the the most recent role he had was uh, Crazy Rich Asians from what i remember he's like the main like guy in that one he's the the boyfriend i guess <laughs> the
2: craziest richest asian
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh he also played in the new snake eyes movie and uh that's pretty much it he's kind of like an up and coming actor but uh yeah the i would say his okay. biggest like breakout role was Crazy Rich Asians Asians for sure um who else do we got we got uh, Jamie Chung who's done a lot of, uh, not a lot, but a decent amount of characters in Big Hero 6. Uh, she played uh, Go-Go Tamago in Big Hero nice. 6.
2: The best character in it, not that I'm biased.
0: I've, I don't <laughs> i do not think I've watched it enough to remember who that is. Does, the, what? <laughs> There's like two female
2: characters in it. I, the mom, I, I'm seeing that it's the TV the end, series yeah. that I'm
0: looking at, but I guess, yeah, in the movie she's, oh, okay. she's in it. She's got like the purple streak in her hair or something.
2: Yeah, she's got the, the wheel suit.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. She plays in Dexter New Blood, um, The Misfits, uh, Lovecraft Misfits. Country, Sherwood, a lot of TV series. Um, and yeah, she's been in quite a bit of like Once Upon a Time. These are pretty actually pretty big series that she's probably played uh some smaller roles in. Castle she played in, a lot of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Castle. Yeah.
1: Um man. well I love Nathan Fillion. Yeah, well, Nathan Fillion, anything <laughs> is, is the
0: best. <laughs> We have uh, Kion Young, who has played a decent amount of anime uh, characters as well. He's played in R- Record of Ragnarok, and he does the uh, role for Kamahachi, the, the bigger tour guide. And he's played in Record of R- Ragnarok. He played uh, Kojiro Sasaki and Guan Yu. Uh, Batman, he played Rumi Mori. Rebels, he played Jun Sato, the oh, rebel oh, commander. The, yeah, yeah. the
1: Phoenix Squadron commander. Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: so he played him, which now that I hear that, I'm like, yeah, I can definitely understand that. I haven't listened to it in English yet. Right. There you go. Speaking of Legend of Korra, we were talking uh, before. The Northern (laughs) Tribe soldier he plays. (laughs) Random dude. Um, He's played in Bentan, Archer, as the Cannibal Chief. Okay. (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. During Danger Island. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Ninja Gaiden, he plays Joe Hayabusa. Is there a character named Joe Hayabusa? In what? Ninja Gaiden 2.
2: Isn't Hayabusa I, the main guy? Yeah, it's the Hayabusa clan. Okay, there's so a guy I named Joe Hayabusa. Played... <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, okay. it wouldn't
0: surprise me, but I, I don't
2: really play Ninja Gaiden that much. He plays Jung
0: Jung, Jung and Avatar: The Last Airbender, and High Sage, and Captain oh, Lee, cool. also in that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a firebender who's there. <laughs> Remember the show Hi Hi Puffy
0: Ami Yumi? Mm- oh yeah, yeah. god, he does like a lot man. of like like random miscellaneous voices in that. Oh okay. my god, it's just a lot. Um... Yeah, Samurai Jack. He plays the emperor when he's young and the dog owner and the old monk. Nice. Uh, Let's go over to the last one or the second last one we have. Uh, I've never heard of this guy. I heard maybe he might be a bigger actor in some regard. His name is George Takei. No. Jesus. Take- Take- George Take- <laughs> he plays in star trek as sulu he's like mm-hmm. probably the most like a-list actor in most of this he's played in oh, a I few mean, since, of the episodes we were
2: talking about it before uh, he's the uh what was it the he's the oil, or i guess it's not really an oil rig but he's the the oil rig prison captain in avatar the last airbender when i didn't
0: know he was uh, in that
2: yeah, yeah. When they take Har, uh, when Katara and Haru go to the, the Earthbender prison, and it's on this big metal prison thing in the in like a lake, oh, so okay. they can't Earthbend. Yeah, he's the the prison captain.
0: I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And then
2: cool. they, uh, M.I. Chamalon looked at that and he was like, What if the Earthbenders were on an Earth prison island instead, though? And it made zero sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't Earthbend on the Earth island of some sort. Yeah.
2: No, but they're too depressed to Earthbend.
0: It's it's dumb. Yeah, he's Anyways. been in stuff. If you don't know George Takei, look him up. You've, you've seen him in everything. Yeah, um, you should know. <laughs> and the last one we have is Lorraine Toussaint, who played Masago, the evil, stiff person. Uh, most well known roles, apparently, are Hudson Hawk. Selma, Orange is the New Black, and Point of No Return. Um, Also in the TV series, The Equalizer. Um, Ah, Denzel. Other roles. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, the other ones we have are Paul Nakaochi for Master, Adam Seitz and Carl McCarley as Mushas and Villagers, as well as J.P. Carliak, Michael Sinterklaas, and Patrick Seitz as other Mushas. And that is all of the actors for this episode. My thoughts quickly... um, least favorite episode like it was interesting and i thought it did a pretty interesting thing of not going in the the right like not the right way but like the everything worked out in the end or like the good guys are kind of on the the better foot right it's kind of in that gray zone or like kind of um depressing a little bit at the end and Mm. uh i I feel like they did a good job with a lot of the emotional part of this like the emotional psychol psychological um damage that uh subaki has and I feel like they they portrayed that a little bit better than, than most other um, Star Wars things I've seen. I guess we haven't really seen it that much in Star Wars, but it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, my main problem with, with his his backstory and innovation was, I like, I mean, you said that may, maybe you picked up something I didn't. I didn't still didn't understand by the end what was plaguing him the whole time. Like, it was a vision that he
0: couldn't figure out. And there was two visions. So the the first part was, like, him as an apprentice. And I think somebody dying there, and then this one was the second part the of rat. it was him killing a soldier, and he just couldn't get it out of his head that that was going to happen. And I guess that well, was- well,
2: it wasn't even because they never even showed the killing blow, right?
0: It's just the silhouette that's like haunting him.
2: Yeah, there was, was
0: like, a ah! one. There was one with the slice through it, I think. From what i remember maybe there was and that's like,
1: one where he was having the dream after he crashed and he woke up that yeah. was the one where he saw yeah. the slash and then from there he just kept seeing the face and the scream over and over yeah and you know, i feel like he, he probably knew screen. that
0: scream from obviously his friend um i don't know it was it was, it was all right because it was all right surprised when it happened
2: yeah <laughs> for yeah for, for me it was like there's still episodes that i think are lower on um oh really tatooine rhapsody i just can't like it's, I, it's a, it I, I don't even one. consider really that did. part
1: of this series. Honestly, it's, that could have it's been so on YouTube. Weird.
2: It, yeah, it's so weird. It's like a, it. It is actually that is a good point. It's like a Galaxy of Heroes kind of thing. Like yeah. no, no disrespect to the studio or it's, its, own it's own just it's it's so strange. Yeah, on it. and it like I don't know. It's just very weird, and it tries to fit into the Star Wars universe, but it doesn't. That's why I mean I like the twins so much because it's it's barely trying to fit into the Star Wars universe. It's just. It's his own watch thing. this cool shit that doesn't make sense. but Because yeah. um, my main thing is it's just like... Tsubaki kind of a disappointing protagonist. <laughs>
0: you're uh, not really rooting for him and then when he doesn't do it properly, you're like, okay, and then he leaves and you're like, okay.
2: He's just a bad Jedi. Yeah. No, like, he's the worst Jedi we've seen so far. He makes a quick all fall. The ones who, well, it, it includes all the Jedi who become Jedi halfway through, like even Toby. Like, my God. Toby would have wrecked this game. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> It would not I, have been a fair fight.
0: He I, wouldn't
1: even have to gut die or anything like that. It just I'm pretty sure the R
0: R two unit from the first episode, of the duel, will probably kick his ass with the, with the <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, with the, the rockets everywhere. Yeah.
1: No, but, dude, yeah, not just... the non-combatant helmet fire into the crowd of droids would have beat this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
0: no, the trend ocean with two blades. There we go. And any pick a character, right? Yeah, yeah but, at this point. Um... But
2: yeah it was just like there there is but the thing with akakiti that i like is there's a lot of symbolism and there's a lot of kind of breaking against the grain uh cuz one thing i didn't realize until uh he starts going into that blood haze and start cutting through people cuz i was like i was looking at the title before and again with my my own understanding of my own fucking broken shitty japanese that i can muster um i was like akakiti like i know how i how does that fit in cuz like, aka's red obviously I was like, "Kitty," I've heard this before. Like, is it one of those words where when you put it, that's what I was thinking, yeah. "Kitty" isn't a cut, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, there's a lot of words in Japanese where you use a, a different one once it's in there. And mm-hmm. so I need to look at the kanji because I don't know what the kanji is. That would tell me basically what it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have a guess that it's, because uh, ki- "kitty" is, when it's in a word sometimes, can mean mist. Um, okay, so red then mist, right? Well, yeah, red mist, kind of that red haze that kind of comes in and clouds his judgment. Because yeah. it immediately yeah. made me think of, oh yeah, uh, Kiri gakure." Um, that's a Naruto reference. The everyone's favorite village hidden in mist. It's which, my favorite. Was, was important only for pain and nothing else. But, um, <laughs> the world shall know. Oh, no, that's not. E- no, that's not even the same village. No, no that's a the, the, yeah, the, the, right? the rain. That's a village the rain. Yeah. So it's literally famous for Kiri stories Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Zabazan. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Zabuza on the Seven Swords. That was my a bad. Freaking great art. By, by the way, way. I've uh, read Naruto apparently. But yeah, that's what it made me think of. So again, I'd need to see how it was. It was. Uh, done in the kanji to be able to confirm that it could mean red cut it could also mean red mist but I, I was like, like oh it would be an interesting
0: it does make sense a little bit too with they like... both
2: kind of do right yeah they yeah, definitely cause...
0: do
2: yeah um, but neither way it's also because the other thing I thought was a, a neat kind of uh, contrast with it was it it kind of um, going against the grain of uh, like 60% of Ghibli movie mm. tropes because um, every and don't get me wrong I love Ghibli movies right but like half the plots our uh, guy and female friend who may or may not be royalty uh team up to defeat evil industrialists who are poisoning the world yeah. um and with plucky spirit and probably mystic powers they will do it yeah. um, <laughs> right probably versus...
1: mystic powers.
2: yeah well because you know sometimes it's not like your castle in the sky it's that's more tech monstrosities but you know you got castle in the sky you got um princess mononoke you've got nasuka like all this other kind of and even some of them it's it's even then it's like male and female character go on to win the plot right like mm-hmm. Howl's moving castle spirited away um, Both really good movies oh yeah like all oh really great but they all kind of follow oh, that same little styles. trend right oh yeah yeah well all, all we need is mysticism and plucky luck and the reliance on being good people and not harming nature and we'll win and this Again. time it's well they do but they don't yeah win um, so I was like, oh, that's a neat little way because that's the, the way that I was seeing it going, right? Was that kind mm. of classic route. And then it just veers hard, right? And you're like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, that was bleak. <laughs> <laughs> the The person inside me that likes Berserk and Dumb Man Cry Baby likes this, but <laughs> every other part was like, oh. oh shit, that sucks.
0: <laughs> sorry, Tsubaki. Uh, what did mm-hmm. you think?
1: You know, I'm with Dan more so. I think this was... Not- I hesitate to say the worst, because it's there's a lot that's on par with it. And again, Mm -hmm. for for me in visions, like this one was actually pretty close to being, you know, relatively like everything I could get behind. I was like, yeah, I I understand this, I understand this. Notice that the only people he was actually able to beat in this episode were not soldiers or not actually trained fighters or anything Mm -hmm. or bandits. The only people he fought were like just like village people and his ex-girlfriend or whatever that were hidden in the mess and were basically shoved flame, at yeah. him and yeah. he was just like oh i'm mad i'm gonna hurt everybody and it's just like
0: i'm pretty sure dude, she was mind like force controlled like she looked like she I was kind know. of like under like a, a force like mind control days kind of thing with the way she was moving <laughs> yeah but maybe Even with but that that literally. just tells
1: me like you know they gave him no weapons or anything he's already messed up because mm. you know he's oh, yeah. just been his his mind's been destroyed but i can't do anything And then they these guys were just pushed to be like, oh finish him off now. (laughs) No, I gotta save my life. Oh, that was pretty easy. I yes I am strong. Oh, they're not warriors. Oh no, I (laughs) hacked up. Oh no my vision. Oh no. What to do?
2: (laughs) Well, guess I'm evil. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like
1: to her, like rather than the shittiest apprentice, like this is the easiest conversion I've ever made. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: it actually now it reminds me of I'm gonna jump back to SWTOR for a little bit, but the, mm. if you when you play the Sith Warrior story, uh, what's his name, Xylax? You have to fight <laughs> those two Jedi at the same time, oh, And you God. can literally just be like, Hey, you're a pretty bad Jedi, actually, you're a cool Sith, and he just immediately like falls, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, Oh, I'm gonna kill you. And afterwards, you're just like, Wow, that was. And not the best, difficult <laughs> the best bit is that his buddy afterwards is like
1: you saw that right like he attacked me i didn't know yeah, yeah. and then because the, like you can get him down to like the last piece of help and he'll just stop and get to talk to him again mm. every every single time that comes up i like escape the conversation while doing the normal things from it's like now mm. i'm gonna have some fun yeah we're gonna see every i'm a better jedi the best i was like i'm a better jedi than you and yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah it's just
2: truly <laughs> the two of us i'm the yeah <laughs> i am the more serene the more peaceful the better Jedi. like oh the trolling you can do as a light side oh, set is beautiful God.
0: <laughs> i've yet to do it but i, I remember you talking about you it have to a it's, it's so much fun anytime
1: time it comes up, it's like I remember the fir- yeah. the first time you do it, you'll just be cackling. It's it's that mm. funny. It's just it's like because it, that trash, you just yeah. turn like that. Are you looking for an excuse?
2: <laughs> you get, so many it's just he he confuses every like if you play a light side sith warrior they confuse the shit out of every jedi they meet mm, and yeah. sometimes they do things that are wor- like the unlock thing where we're yeah. just like hey you did some f- terrible stuff to your padawan i'm not gonna do anything i was gonna leave and you can deal with the consequences yeah, you make them you make them feel <laughs> terrible it's <He's laughs> yeah, just yeah.
1: like no you won't fight him and he just like knocks him out with the
2: force and you're just <laughs> like cool you know i just <laughs> not just to talk to you yeah, did he just knock him out? I thought he, I thought he fully you know, mind, mind wiped him. Wipes him. Yeah, yes, yeah. mind
1: wipes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just
2: erases everything. It's like, wow, dude, that's like, you that's like this entire zero guy to fifteen. Like, yeah, <laughs> basically killed him. Yeah. Good job. Oh, a I'm gonna leave. <laughs> and then uh, the guy in Alderon. Oh, there's so many. There's so many good ones. And then there's a really uh, interesting route you can go on um, Bell Saldus. Nice. that i absolutely did but yeah it just kind of reminds me of that also the sith warrior is a better um planner and influencer and thinker than the inquisitor is influencer
0: me. social just media a, influencer yeah
2: definitely that and not machinations yeah, yeah. Yeah. um but yeah it's just uh it was just that kind of thing like it's 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 fun watching those those opposites but yeah in this case the conversion is so easy
1: especially when it's you're just like I sense no dark in you. What is this? Mm.
2: What
1: What is going on? Yeah, the force has lied to me. What? What? <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> the entire. It's, time. So, con- yeah,
0: the it's entire so confusing. Time. <laughs> oh, uh, a Twitter account and a three D modeler named EC Henry, who does like variants of like Star Wars ships. I don't know my nose on Twitter um mm-hmm. for like different types of like 3d models that you can like use for x-wing and stuff that he makes like differences of um oh, okay. and like replacements for and so mm-hmm. uh there's been things in the past where like in the comic books um they've stolen like his designs for ships that's right oh, i have heard about this they right? did the same thing again it's in discord boys
2: yeah no that's uh
0: that's annoying yeah to be yeah. fair this is not a one-for-one one take on it, but okay. like EC Henry commented on it and said it's definitely my ship, though with slightly different proportions. It seems like it was copied somewhat loosely, but virtually every unique design element is preserved in Akakiri, including the paint job. Differences could be chalked up to stylistic animation animation choices. So this yeah, few like the, things they that added panels to the sides, but like of... shot for shot, that on the top and the bottom there, like those yeah. are both exactly the same tilt, yeah, it's, angle, it's... and everything.
2: It's literally like ninety nine percent there, and I wouldn't put it past Disney because they've also stolen oh, Warhammer these- assets and Marvel before. Yeah, yeah. So it's not this is not something unique to them. I mean, that does suck. I I'd be curious to know if this was Saru Saru's call or Disney's call because just based off of the track record.
0: I just sent you the. Yeah, it looks, com-
2: yeah, it looks completely. I, I know what a normal B wing looks right, like. Right, and you can see like yeah. a
0: cutout at the back and the circular thing, like that. Yeah, is... yeah. It's, no,
2: it is. It is a hundred percent more in line with e. Easy yeah. Henry's. I, but that's the thing. I would be curious if it was like a sadu thing where they like saw it and were like, "We're just gonna use this and change one two percent of the model," mm-hmm. or if it was Disney being like, "Here's an asset for a B wing."
0: So I don't know if that Cause... changes your opinion about this show
2: it depends if this was sadhu that did it absolutely i'd be like well, what Why? the fuck you guys yeah. are creative enough that you wouldn't need you don't need to do this right the again the the only reason i'm giving Sadu the benefit of the doubt is i don't know if they've done that before but i know disney's done it before would oh, you say especially that actually lucasfilm
0: right? would you say it could have been like the animators choice like the key the key frame animator because they would be the ones that like do well, like the they, big shots they right? wouldn't
2: they wouldn't know they wouldn't be in charge of making the ship they'd be in charge of anime no that would be the the sorry. prop designers yeah
0: sorry the prop designers yeah, yeah.
2: again if it like that but that's my thing was it sadu's prop designer was it a lucasfilm prop designer like that's what i need to know who was it yeah yeah because lucasfilm like you said has done this a whole bunch of times and i know they've done it for you know marvel as well marvel's also done that stealing warhammer designs from a video game yeah and then dragging them into agent venom um (sighs) so it's not something that's beyond either of those companies so i would i would assume it was one of them who did it yeah and if that's the case, it's like, well, it sucks, but that's what Sadu was given, right? And they mm. probably didn't know. But if it was Saru, yeah, that's... Guys, what the hell? Exactly. You're you're creative enough to be able to make a ship.
0: Uh, I'm going to put only, that link in... One of in... the only
2: two ships in the game, right? Exactly. Or a game in the
0: short. Yeah. And I'm going to put that link in the chat, just to, like, the, the picture of it in... Not chat, in uh, the post on our website. So if you want to go see mm. that, you can. And kind of make a decision for yourself to see if you think it's, uh... You know, actually stolen or not, but... It's pretty pretty obvious. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. it's literally like they added a side panel. Yeah, and then they curved. It. The yeah, just, and that's, that's it. it. As yeah. soon as I saw that, I'm like, that's kind of shitty. Like, you know, yeah. like you think that it would at least be like, oh, inspired. Like they could could have said like, you know, the ship was inspired by blah or whatever, right? Just give them, like know, a shout like, out in the or credits or, at or something. Least talk to them. Right? Yeah, that's I what mean. Yeah, I like, talk to them and then ask if you can use a design and then yeah. reference it in the credits of the show. Yeah. I think okay. it it upsets me more
1: that it was used for such a mediocre episode versus like if <laughs> oh, this was right. in if this was in another one you could have been like hey you know shout outs here and they'd be happy mm. to say it but here's just like man we got we gotta have something we got nothing mm. in this oh that looks cool okay bring it bring it bring it we need something like yeah. this is what it feels like at this point
2: but yeah exactly when when you're touting yourself as being one of the best companies out there you, you know yeah. you shouldn't have you shouldn't be resorting to stuff like this
1: no I agree That's why it feels like It was like Yes our name is on it But it's one of our Throwaway projects So whatever Just do something <laughs> At this point We don't care Like yeah. I could see that Being just like Oh yeah it's, it's at the back of the line Of a bunch of different things We have going on So sure you mm-hmm. Like
2: just find something I mean as, as much as I would be fine With it being good Man I, I'm hoping That that's what Trigger's doing With uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runner Because that mm. That anime series Does not deserve An A-team on it Yeah yeah and well I, I just feel really bad for trigger that they're stuck with it but anyways yeah
0: contracts are contracts exactly
2: it's just it's not it's not their fault or the developers of cyberpunk that it turned out to be garbage
0: no. exactly well uh let's get into the outro of this episode sorry to end on I don't know, a lower just like note the episode. But awesome. Yay! <laughs> it all comes around all right let's go into the outro boys Welcome to the outro. Ed, would you like to let the listeners know how to contact us for anything they would like to talk about, including that last little uh, ship comparison?
1: Absolutely. As always, all these links you can find at our website, voicetheforce.com We've got our email, you can contact us by, that is gmail.com. We've got social media, there's our Twitter account, there's our Instagram account, we are at voiceforcepod. Uh, retweeting or reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and we do appreciate it. And finally, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars in the comment helps with visibility. And remember to follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases.
0: Thank you very much, Ed. And remember, steel ship designs and don't credit yes. people.
1: I knew it. I knew you were going with that one.
0: <laughs> it's Disney.
1: Nothing to do with the episode. Just,
2: yeah, just steal it. Just go ahead. Just remember, one it. last jab. Yeah. All right. Fox.
0: Have a good night, everybody.